Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, I'm really excited in the studio tonight. I must say, the Georgia Bulldogs dethrone the Alabama Crimson Tide and Nick Saban for their first national championship title since the year 1980. And I'm just so happy for Georgia, guys. They play football the right way, and uh, they came up huge on Monday night, and they outplayed Alabama in the fourth quarter, and that was really the story. I wanted to talk about Stetson Bennett real quick, a quarterback, a senior, someone who has command of the locker room and leads the team. His skill set, yes, I've always said it was so-so, but I must say, after the fumble in the second half by him, he bounced back huge. He said in his post-game interview, folks, that he was not going to be the reason they lost this football game. And guess what? They came out on top. And the Georgia Bulldogs, I mean, the long wait. But I always say, and I may repeat this, Nick Saban, the Bill Belichicks of the world, Greg Popovich, Coach K, when you beat someone that's at the mountaintop and not someone who's just at the mountaintop, someone who stays at the mountaintop, man, is it a good feeling. It's funny, Alabama, yes. J-Mo, my boy Jamison Williams, Went out with a leg injury. They didn't have Mechie in the Natty Championship. And uh, I really thought, 9-6 at half, folks. 9-6. No TDs scored in the first half. And then the third quarter, only one score by Georgia. And the fourth quarter was absolutely bananas. And Georgia did not panic, folks. When Alabama went up 18-13, they marched downfield, had a hell of a play on that free play. Bennett put it on target with a heck of a catch to Mitchell. It was big time. And then Bowers later in the fourth quarter. And then the pick six to seal the deal. I thought Bill O'Brien, the OC for the Alabama Crimson Tide, got a little cute. And when I say cute in football, not as much X and O's trying to, I don't know, they had a diamond formation left on a two-point conversion with Bryce rolling right and trying to run it in in what I saw there, and just downhill running, shotgun, hike, hand it off to Robinson, pile in. Um, They got a little too cute on play calls down the stretch, and I think that costed them, but no one can take this away from Georgia and how they finished. I say that because three TDs for Georgia in just the fourth quarter. A lot to be said there, folks. And, you know, they overcame the biggest hurdle in college sports. I mean, not doing it for a long time. You know, Georgia being up and down as a program. I think Kirby Smart said something very important late here on Monday night. He said, this locker room, these guys, excuse-free. They go out and execute and give it their all. That's what the Georgia Bulldogs represent. That's what Georgia football, the great University of Georgia, is all about. It's about a hard-hitting defense. It's about a front seven that you're not going to get by. It's about DBs making big-time plays down the stretch. Penalties, yes, a little too many in this game for their liking, but limiting the penalties. And the beautiful part for Georgia, they won the big one. 
Alabama beat them in the SEC championship game. But who won the big game? That belonged to Georgia. Alabama, they always win. Their fans are used to W's. Bryce Young, a phenomenal young quarterback. You guys know how I feel about Bryce, the Heisman Trophy winner. But tonight, folks, you know, Bryce Young threw for more yards, but two INTs. Bennett went without throwing any picks in the football game, and a lot to be said there. Yes, I feel for the seniors at Alabama. I feel for the seniors at Georgia. Even when you win, you know, a lot of these guys, a very select few folks go to the pros. A lot of these guys are selling insurance next year. So I always say, guys, both sides, whether you win the whole thing or you lose in the big game, a wonderful season. Nick Saban said it post-game after this one. So proud of this group. Georgia outplayed us in the fourth. What can we do? They outplayed us late in the game, and they came home with the ultimate prize. We're going to show respect to them. We're going to show respect to our group. And I thought, uh, sports is a beautiful thing. I know my buddy Air, uh, watching with Aaron over at his, this Natty Championship, it's always bittersweet at the end of college football season because we have a heck of a wait. I'm going to transition well right now into NFL because that ain't done. Postseason is just about to get rocking and rolling. So quickly before I fully transition over, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. A phenomenal season, a phenomenal victory, beating the king. Heaviest is the head who wears the crown. We all know that. So let's jump into what's going to be wild card weekend. I want to give you guys a preview because I'm so, so excited. Raiders Bengals. That's the first game of the weekend on the 15th Saturday. Um, I'm so excited. We know that the Bengals are the favorite, but the Raiders coming off a big time win on Sunday night football against the LA Chargers. Field goal time expiring. That put them in. But Joe Burrow, we know how high I am on him and Jamar Chase. I have the Bengals winning this game. I have the Bengals winning because they are going to outscore the Las Vegas Raiders. No, I'm not high on the Cincinnati Bengals defense, but I'm really high on their offense, and I know they can score 30-plus a game, and that's why they're going to win. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are simply going to be too much for that Raiders secondary, and uh, it's just going to be big time all day for Cincy. No problem. I got the Bengals in that one because of Joey Buckets, because of Jamar Chase and because of their ability to score points in bunches all season long. Next game, I have the New England Patriots in an upset over the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo at Orchard Park Stadium. People are going to agree. People are going to disagree. More people are going to disagree with me here, and I'm okay with that. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying I do what I love, and I'm going to give a prediction. I think the New England defense is going to be a whole lot to handle. Josh Allen's a phenomenal talent at the quarterback spot. A great arm. Someone who could take off and run. But J.C. Jackson and them boys are going to be prepared in that secondary. I think Stephon Diggs will only have a so-so game. And I really mean that. And I think the Pats win in a low-scoring affair. Keep in mind, guys, they don't ask a whole lot out of Mac Jones. Dinkin' dumps. We know he's going to throw the ball five, six yards. You know, they don't go chunk plays. They go dump, 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 five, six-yard gains 
each throw out there. And I do have New England. Belichick, he's like Saban. Keep in mind, they are beatable. Yes, they've won more than anyone else, but they're beatable. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Mr. Bill Belichick on this one. I think he is also gonna out coach Sean McDermott and he's gonna beat him on the road. He's gonna beat him on the road. Mac Jones and that run game are gonna be responsible for that. Next I get to talk about the great Tom Brady at home in the Bay hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. We know when it comes to Super Bowls, the most recent one that he lost it was against Philly. It's a different coach. It's a different quarterback. But he's going to beat the Eagles here on Sunday. And uh, we know at the wide receiver spot, A.B. off the team. Chris Godwin not present due to injury. But I must say, Tom Brady will pick that Eagles defense apart. I think it's going to be closer than some people think. I wanted to shout out the GOAT, the great Tom Brady, for 5,316 passing yards and 43 TDs on the season. At age 44, are you kidding me? He's in the MVP conversation, if not the MVP. Man, this dude's special. Whatever he's drinking, I want some of that Kool-Aid. So uh, shout out the GOAT, the most humble GOAT in my opinion, him and Wayne Gretzky. Shot the two great ones out, and Tom Brady, fantastic regular season. And I think he's going to do great in the postseason as well. Next game, Dallas Cowboys against the Niners. I got the D-Town Boogie Cowboys at home. I call them the Cowgirls because I grew up a New York football giant fan, but I have them in this one. And Dak Prescott, a great year for him as well. 37 TDs, only 10 picks thrown on the season. He was right around the 4,500 mark for yards passing just awesome. We know C.D. Lamb is big threat downfield, and Zeke bowling ball up the middle. Uh, defense has to step up. We know they have been stepping up. Finishing the year with a 12-5 and record is big time. We know that, and the Cowboys are going to get it done. Jimmy G and the Niners, yeah, they have clicked the second half of the year. I will give it to them, but a lot for Jimmy G to handle. They run the ball. They're going to hit Debo down the seam, even out of the backfield. But I don't think they're going to put up enough points to beat Dallas, if I'm particularly honest here. Cowboys are going to put up in the 30s, and the Niners don't have that much offensive firepower. I'm going to talk about the next game, and I am so, so happy for the great Big Ben Roethlisberger for getting into the postseason in what is probably his swan song season. We saw Steeler Nation show him love on Monday Night Football in the great city of Pittsburgh. But now he gets to play Patrick Mahomes on the road at Arrowhead Stadium in the postseason. Even though probably have the Chiefs in this one, if the Steelers catch the Chiefs on an off day where that defense is struggling, I think it can be tight. We see the Chiefs are beatable this year, but Pittsburgh's really going to have to play turnover-free football. And Najee Harris is just going to need to have a huge game out of the backfield and find the end zone a couple times. So uh, shout out Big Ben and Mike Tomlin for just so many years of 500 or greater as a head coach in the National Football League. A lot to be said there and the great Mike Tomlin in the postseason once again trying to get over that big hump. Try to knock off Andy Reid and Sir Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. The Monday game. I got an upset and I'm pumped to talk about it. Guess what? I got the Arizona Cardinals beating the LA Rams 
You heard it here first on Sports In-Depth with JD Sports. Kyler Murray is going to go into L.A. and knock him dead. I have a big game out of Kyler. I have a big game out of A.J. Green in this first playoff game for them. I don't have the Cardinals going a distance in the postseason. I have them bringing their A game against their divisional opponent on the road. And we know Kyler, you know, he could get it done on the ground, but he did have 24 TD passes this year and just 10 picks. He threw for a little greater than 3,700 yards, and that's really good for an undersized quarterback in today's game. So uh, that's a little preview there for us. Um, once again, I'm still fired up for the Georgia Bulldogs and the way that game ended close all the way through. And then they broke it open at the end. They knocked off the goats. We know Nick Saban is a goat, that that Alabama franchise is untouchable at times, but you can even catch the greats on an off day. Not even an off day, on an off fourth quarter. And uh, Georgia, turnover free football. Besides that fumble by Bennett, made more plays than Alabama to win this football game. I was so excited for this episode. We know I get really pumped as well as a quick sigh saying college football is over for the season. It was a wonderful season filled with great games, exciting upsets, um, and just proud of a lot of these teams for making steps in the right direction. A lot of these universities going from a B-level school to an A-level school. I mean, look at the season Cincinnati had, the University of Michigan. I'm really happy for these programs. Winning the whole thing is icing on the cake, and that's what Georgia did. But getting into that college football playoff, man, is something that you should hang your head high and talk with your chest out, man. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. Football is the greatest game in the world. I always say that, even though I have a soft spot for basketball in the NBA. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week about the results of NFL Wild Card Weekend. Man, I love my job. J.D. out. Mm -hmm.